We hear very little about St. Joseph in the Gospels, but today's passage is one where we do get to encounter him. And as I was thinking about St. Joseph, I was thinking about statues of St. Joseph, and I got thinking about the curious custom of burying statues of St. Joseph if you want to sell your home. Have you ever heard of that? Have you ever tried it? Did it work? Okay. I remember talking to a religious goods store owner who told me he had a real estate agent that every once in a while he'd show up and he would buy 10 plastic statues of St. Joseph. I guess he thought it was good for business. Where did we ever come up with a custom like that? Well, here's my theory. This gospel today, we hear about Joseph. He finds out his betrothed Mary is pregnant. Now we know it's through the power of the Holy Spirit. I don't think Joseph knew that. So he finds out she's pregnant. He decides to divorce her quietly. When an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home, for it is through the Holy Spirit this child has conceived in her. Joseph awoke and did as the angel of the Lord commanded. Is this the only time that the angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph? No. Go look at Matthew chapter 1 and 2. And what you'll discover is that after Jesus is born, the angel comes again to Joseph in a dream. And this time, the angel warns Joseph, pack up the family, head to Egypt, because King Herod wants to kill the baby. King Herod didn't like any competition from any newborn kings. So Joseph and Mary and Jesus pack up. They move to Egypt. They're refugees. You know, they've had to flee their home. And then, after a while, the angel appears again to Joseph and says, King Herod is dead. It's safe. You and your family can now return home. So they pack up, head back to Israel. Only once they get there, the fourth and final message from the angel to Joseph. Well, Herod's gone, but his son is now in charge. So you better head up to the Galilee region and settle in the town called Nazareth. So, again, they pack up their bags and they head up to Nazareth. Joseph did a lot of moving, didn't he, from home to home. Do you see why he may be considered the patron saint of those who need to sell their house and move to a new place? <laughs> but whether you're looking to sell a house or not, St. Joseph is a very good patron saint to have. He's considered the patron saint of the universal church of everybody. And I really think it's because of this passage that we just heard. Joseph was somebody who sought to listen to the will of God in his life 
In his case, it was expressed through the message of an angel. And then he doesn't just listen, but he puts it into practice. He acts on that word. Now, I think that's really what Joseph models for us. We may not come to know God's will through a dream, but each of us is called to listen, to discern what is God calling me to. Each of us has a vocation. We got the vocation for our life, but we each have a vocation, I think, for every day to be listening for that voice. How am I being called by God to act, to speak today? I think a very good way to discern that is a lot of people do a morning offering. Maybe they've got a little prayer card on their mirror in their bathroom, but something to the effect, Almighty God, today I offer myself whatever I do, say, or think to your loving care. Okay, so that's one prayer. Another that I know of a person who says the following several times a day, Today, I will make no decisions on my own. I am guided by the Holy Spirit on where to go, who to run into, what to think, what to say, how to communicate my thoughts, how to see with the eyes of Christ, and how to be an exceptional listener. So it's that prayer for guidance from the Holy Spirit. In a few moments, we're going to be praying the Lord's Prayer. Think about what we say in the Lord's Prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Every time we pray the Lord's Prayer, whether here at Mass or on our own, is a beautiful time to pay attention to those words to allow God to act in us and through us. I don't know if you have a statue of St. Joseph buried at your house right now. I don't need to know, okay? I have a pretty good idea, though. You have a statue of St. Joseph in your house right now. Boys and girls, is that true? Is there a statue of St. Joseph in your house right now? Do you have a manger scene? And you got the manger scene? Who's, Who's one of the people in it? Joseph, huh? This is your homework today. If you have your Christmas scene already set up, or if you don't, I I assume you're getting it set up this week, take some time. Take a look at that statue of St. Joseph. Take a couple minutes and ask for St. Joseph's intercession, that just as he listened to the will of God through the voice of an angel, that we too might listen for what is the Lord calling us to and ask St. Joseph that we may have the grace to have the courage to act on that word. Now, I'm guessing you don't just have a statue of St. Joseph all alone. Is Mary nearby? Well, she's someone who I've heard knows something about God's will, doesn't she? When that angel came, as here she is, this teenager, and says, um, guess what, how highly favored daughter, you're, you're going to have a baby. And that kind of surprised her, didn't it? But she trusted in the words of the angel, and she said, 
I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done to me as you say. Because of Mary's yes, that's why we're able to celebrate Christmas. So say a prayer for Mary's intercession as well. Now I'm guessing it's not just Mary and Joseph. Is there also a baby in the manger too? Well, that's a good one to pay attention to, isn't it? What did we hear in the gospel today and in the first reading? We heard, The virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When we take the time to call upon the Lord, to seek to do God's will, to put that will into practice, that's when our house becomes a home. 